Grace Allen. And I'm Ricardo Allen, and we are The Allens. Welcome to our podcast, where we share our unfiltered insights, perspective, and knowledge on this roller coaster of a ride that we call life. Ricardo Allen is down at the 42 and a half, 43. Join us as we go all in on all topics, ranging from changing diapers to preparing for Super Bowl Sunday. Guns it across the middle. Ricardo Allen, the interception. 35, 30, Allen 20. Welcome to All In with The Allens. Hello, guys. How are you doing today? So, there's no hello? There's English. English, okay. Hi. Popping it off with a tough one today. Yeah. I can do sign language, too. That's very helpful over a podcast. <laughs> the people will love that. You can do sign language, though. That was your language of choice in college. That would make it, it, And your language of choice post leaving Purdue and coming to the NFL. Yeah. You had to learn sign language all over again in order to graduate. Yeah, for sure. But it actually helped me because I could steal signals in the game and stuff like that. Because most people don't really understand, like, yeah, it kind of helped, too. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So here we are, part three. NFL draft was this past weekend. We figured this worked out perfectly to share the final two years of college into the draft process, what draft day was like. And then, like, maybe that that first feeling of coming to Atlanta. And then yeah. we have so much good content to come with the journey <laughs> from Atlanta to today. Like, so much. I'm going to let you start it off. Where do you want to start? Well, I feel like the end of part two, you were talking about, like, getting comfortable at Purdue. Yeah. You know? We hadn't met yet. You had just no. finished up your sophomore year. Yeah. And I think going into, I think, have I talked about where I was ranked yet? Have I ever even talked about... I don't think so, but yeah, you can mention um, it again. Going into my, man, going into my junior year, I was projected like top five DBs in the country. And, you know, this is as a time that, you know, the only thing like as a young player in college, what you do is you look on like the NFL draft, like scouting, you know, pages all the time. And you try to see like how you rank up and how like how your stats and stuff are ranking up. And, you know, at that point in time, going into my junior year, I was projected as a first-round draft pick, you know, before the season because of, you know, the two years before I had, I had, you know, I was, I think I was leading in the college with pick sixes and I was, I was just, you know, a spark, you know, on Purdue's defense and, you know, everybody just saw me as just like this young scrappy dude who can play, you know, multiple positions. So, mm-hmm. you know, I gave myself some value and it was just all cool to me because like I just come from, High school where right. I didn't get any publicity at all. Nothing. Like I, I don't. If if you anybody can, if anybody in high school can go back to like our old, like if anybody listen to this from like my old times can go back in our high school new newspapers and find a picture of me from, you know, like in action during the time like I was in high school. I give you two hundred dollars. Oh my. Yeah, I give you two hundred dollars because I did. Are you I, so sure it doesn't exist? It so doesn't like, exist. Give me those two hundred dollars. I, I know. I can, shop I this can tell you. Sale. I could tell you the one time that I because I used to look for the newspaper. I used to look for it all the time. No, I wanted I to be on the true. front of the on sports page. Like I was like that was like one of my things that I wanted to do. One of the things you were striving for. Yeah, for sure. And I never made it. And I used to check it every week. And I remember my my name made it in. I just my my name made it in like the sports side one yeah. time out of like New Smyrna game. That's cool. Because I had like. A couple big hits and stuff. Yeah. But. So until now. 
I like until I Not got to college. No, I, yeah. I, I never like so I went from being, you know, unnoticed to, you know, just like following around the best DBs and mm-hmm. following around the best, I mean, wide receivers, yeah. you know, all night and, you know, just, just scrapping. And I was, I was playing really well. You were setting records. Yeah, for sure. You were on the side of a bus. Yeah. And you that was cool. on billboards. Which is like a blessing coming from where Your I 21 from. jersey was the, probably the most sold. It was one of most them. Most seen, like probably. Probably after Drew Brees. No, but I mean like in the stands. Yeah, there was yeah, a lot of Drew Brees. Time. But oh, like yeah. during your time, I feel like 21, 21 was everywhere. Because yeah. it wasn't, I don't feel like it was like one of those jerseys that was, you know, in the stands a lot before. And it like, I, no, I, I feel like I made something was, of it. You definitely did. Just like you have 37. I like 37, man. Because it's just like, it's just like. I love 37. I've yeah. always told you I love 37. It was a number they gave me. So I'm like, I'm just going to make something of it. Let, let's hey. see if I can make something of this number. That's like, that's the best mentality to have, I feel like. And it's always cool to like hear like other DBs, you know, who coming from like the bottom and who to work them way, their way up like on other teams. And, you know, they come up to me and they say like, man, like the only reason I wear 37 is because of you. Or like just see? like when I'm talking, like when I'm talking to other, you know, DBs after the games and stuff like that. And they like, you know, it's always cool because like I feel... Like, I feel like now I get a lot of, like, uh, like my encouragement and stuff mm-hmm. like that from here and stuff like that. Or yeah. bumping into, you know, other top DBs who I know, like, actually care for the game and mm-hmm. study the game and craft the game and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. when I talk to them after the games and, you know, they give me the respect, you know, I don't really need nothing from, you know, from No, but, really. it's, but it's nice to hear from, like, your peers yeah, and from people sure. you compete against and people at your level that, like... They see you working. They see you working yeah, sure. and they've seen you working and they recognize like you don't yeah. need that, but that's that's nice. It's always I cool mean, to hear though. Doesn't matter what you do for a living, it's like to be acknowledged. Yeah, everybody wants acknowledgement is that's like such a is. huge thing of human nature that I feel like a little bit goes such a long way. Like but even for is- me being home with the kids, like just, you know, like that's n- nothing that's like that necessarily special, but to be acknowledged that it's not like the no, easiest walk in the park oh, all sure. the time, you know. I'll let you know that in the heart. You will, that and, and that's me. what I'm trying to say is like that. That goes a really long way on those on those days that are yeah, hard. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But the thing is, just giving acknowledgement, like it ain't like because you give acknowledgement that takes away from you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, because I give you acknowledgement, that doesn't make me not not like as good or as cool. You know, what I'm not saying? at all. I feel like there's there's like a saying that says like recognizing. Recognizing another woman's beauty doesn't take away from yours. Oh, for sure. Or like, think about, this might sound like really cheesy, but you'll get where I'm going with this. Like, think about a garden uh-huh. and think about all flowers are beautiful. Yeah, for sure. Right? Like, in their own way. Yep. So like, do you think the tulip is comparing itself to the sunflower? Saying like, oh, but you're just yeah. so much bigger and more yeah, yellow. Like, and so open. You're so open <laughs> and I'm just over here. Like, no, like, I hope not at least. Like, yeah. you don't, it doesn't have to be. Yeah, they it's might be jealous too. They might, they might got some feelings over Shoot, there too. we don't know. We'll never know. But <laughs> you know what world. I'm trying to say. Plants got attitudes too. Okay. <laughs> now that we're know, totally off track yet again. <laughs> the let's life. talk about, did you have a new coach between sophomore to junior year? Um, Was that when Coach man, Hazel and, came and in? Coach Hazel came in, I think, my senior year. It was senior year. Yeah. Okay, you had Coach But Hope. my DB coach, uh, Coach Lou, ended up leaving – I think my sophomore year and going to the NFL. Didn't your DB coaches change almost yearly? Yeah, and which would which would like which kind of like made me mad when I was in college of because 
Because, like, I used to always think about, like, dog, like, what if I could be in a system long enough to perfect it? Like, a kid who may be at, like, a top school like Alabama who's school. It's so, like, routine. Yeah. It doesn't you know, really change. Yeah, for sure. And they and, and their coaches, you know, are secure. And they stay there the all the time. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. they're, like, always there. So, I was always wondering, like, you know, like, is that a plus? Because they get to fully understand, mm-hmm. like, what a defense has to offer and mm-hmm. what, you know, offenses are trying to run against them. And right. then... You know, when I get into the NFL, come to find out. Yeah, and I and I and I figure out that one of my best things is like how smart I am and like my IQ Your and then my, yeah, to like my versatility to like everything because I can play mostly every position. Within you know the defense, it's yeah. but the defensive line because that stuff be scrapping. Listen, down there, you need boy. to stay back I where get, you are. <laughs> let's let's not let's I get not do down this. There, but hey, dog, hey. Don't be laughing at me when y'all be seeing me get slammed yeah, out listen, there. It's all good. I'm going to get back fight. up. It's all good. I'm going to still people, fight. Most people wouldn't even take that fight. Man, so I'm going to still happen. fight. That ain't going to be my last time getting slammed, too. I'm gonna, y'all better believe that. And it's not going to be your last W when you get for it real. either. So it's just a part of the game. <laughs> it comes with it. But what I, was, what I was thinking as you were just talking, if I was someone hearing these stories for the first time, like via the show, there's like an underlying theme, I feel like, to your to your stories and your success. And I feel like there's been all these moments of hardship that you've had to like yeah. put your chin down and like walk through. And I feel like in, in, in the moments and in the times you're frustrated and you're thinking yeah, like, sure. why can't I just be a player like at Alabama where my coaches and the style of football stays the same, you know? And, yeah. and you're thinking that's going to be something that's you feel and that's valid that that's something that's working against you in the moment, but you don't realize until now looking back, like hindsight is always twenty twenty. that those yeah. were the types of moments and seasons of life that you had to walk through to like prepare yourself. Yeah. Because without those tools in your toolbox, I always say like, who knows, who knows if you would be getting ready to walk into year seven in the NFL. Yeah, for sure. For sure. You know, it's just, it's just crazy because like you bump into so many different coaches and you bump into so many different styles of teaching yeah. That you have to learn because one coach is really good on the board. One coach is really good with vis- you know, visual. One coach, all he wants to do is walk through. So you got to learn how to like. Constantly adjust. Yeah, you got to adjust with all kinds of stuff. It's, it's so much stuff that like in like one coach loves, you know, tests. And, you know, one coach, you know, make sure that every like he asks everyone in the room questions. And if not, you know, you get fined. Right. And, and then the next coach doesn't ask anyone questions in the room. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It doesn't expect everyone to know it. So it's like And you're expected to show up on sure. Sundays and do your job. You got to. And and, and that's be it. ready to win. You be know? ready to and, win. And and, and that's as the thing you is. should be expected, but that's difficult to yeah, constantly sure. adjust, I feel. You, you gotta always you, and and that's what it you know, that's what it takes. One hundred percent. No nobody ain't complaining about it because, you know, as like they always say, it's like nobody ain't complaining about, you know, like an athlete because of, you know, the salary that we have. Mm-hmm. And the blessings that we mm-hmm. get, and we are blessed. One hundred percent, we are blessed. But I'm telling you, it it comes with a lot of work. It comes with a lot of stress. It comes with a lot of managing. You know, the mental. It comes with, you know, to do it well. Yeah, for and, sure. And to to be in it for a while. Yeah, to try to do it for a long, or to try to even just do it differently. Because what happens when you know you're the first one to try to do it, and you never had no one to lay the you know the groundwork for you absolutely and you have no blueprint to follow right you know so it's like yeah you are gonna have some bumps and some bruises on the way totally but you just gotta you gotta learn how to adjust you gotta learn how to adapt Again, man here we go yeah, for same, sure the same the same um underlying theme 
but, but it really is true. So you had a coaching change. You were ranked top five DBs in the country. Yeah. And then, Before. and then we met. Yes. Early that summer. Yeah. And I didn't really, like I said, I, I attended football games as like a social thing. No, nah, you, I don't, I never really see you in like, like that's the thing is like, I never well, I saw never you around campus you. or anything. I never even knew that you existed. <laughs> um, but I, like I said, I attended football games because it, I was social. Yeah. Read between the lines. I liked to have a lot of fun with my friends in college. <laughs> and that was just what we did. We tailgated and we went to football games. I didn't go to football games to watch football, I'll just to make no. it very clear. I probably would have known who you were if that was the case. We weren't very good. Most <laughs> most people didn't come to Purdue football to watch football, but Ugh, well, the heart of Purdue fans and Boilermaker Nation is so strong that whether you're winning or not, they there's not always going to be the support, yeah, which is something real, I love real. so much about about our school. So we met early that summer, and then football very quickly became a part of my life. Yeah, and I just remember thinking, I'm going to be honest, like. We met early June and I knew, which this sounds so crazy, but I knew by the end of July that like what you and I had was something that was different than anything I had ever felt. And I just remember like praying just for a sign because I was so confused by it. Like no offense, but you were not the kind of person I ever saw myself going for. Like this was not the life I ever saw myself living. Chocolate thunder. (laughs) (laughs) Um, that wasn't really even what I was saying, but, but that this is true. This is another yeah. element of it that, that I had never really tested, Ventured the, tested, tested those waters before. You know before. what they say. So let I, you go. Yeah, I never went back. <laughs> <Get> <laughs> and I'm here. not going to. <laughs> but there was just so much about knowing that I loved you and knowing that I wanted to do life with you that changed all of the things that, I had thought of for myself. Like I didn't, I didn't view myself as being the supporting role. No offense. Like I, I was going to be the CEO. And I think that's why we probably like vibe so well, because like you were one of the first people that I bumped into that was like, so into their own stuff Mm. that you like, what I had going on never bothered you because, shoot, you were busy enough, I was too. equally as busy, just in different things. Yeah, and we just kind of, like, met in the middle. Yeah, know? we always did. So, like, my, you know, obviously, I was beginning my master's, and my school load was huge. My workload, because I ended up getting a full-paid assistantship at school. So, not only was I earning my master's, I was also took on a teaching role of yeah. two full courses. Which <laughs> that's teaching my player. There's so much, my, my there's so much fun stuff to talk about. <laughs> but we're going to share that for part two of how we met, sure, I think. For sure. So, I was so busy. You were so busy. But I just remember thinking to myself, like, we both have these huge dreams. Yeah. And I'm going to keep chasing mine. And you're going to keep chasing yours. And... We just need to see where this thing goes and whatever logically makes the most sense for us is like the route that we're going to take. We're going to push all our eggs into that and and, and double double down for it. Go for it. And that's really, that's really what we did. Like I didn't take my foot off the gas for my dreams. You surely didn't take the foot off the gas for yours. Cause when I was, when when I got, we go get to this part because even when I got um, drafted and then I got cut and I got put on private squad. We was about to, you you know, you was out. I went and interviewed. For sure. I was about to get a full-time job actually at the CDC in Atlanta. Yes, and you was going to be the one that's going to, you know, support us so that I could keep training. We were going to live in Atlanta and I was going to work at the CDC and use my degree and you were going to train and try to get another shot, but. We were going to do it. So, so yeah, so. We always had our plans though, you know. Yeah, and I think that that's something that's that's made us um, 
successful. I, I can say that at this point in our life yeah, is that sure. we have had very clear visions of individually where we trying to go, who we want to be, where we want to go as a family, who, who we want to be, where we want to go. But we've been willing to adjust yeah. <laughs> along the way. Like this is such a theme. Yeah. We've been willing to take what comes and like a roadblock isn't the end. I remember getting like some, um, some advice like mm-hmm. right before we got married and it was like, Hey man, I don't know if you want to like fully lock down right now and stuff like that, because I'm going to tell you like, he kind of was trying to tell me to like, not to do it. Yeah. Not yeah. to do it because like, she going to expect you to not be you once y'all get married. I'm just like, Damn. Yeah. what, what, like, how does that even make sense? Yeah. You know, but I'm thinking like, if, if she don't want me to be me for, to better myself, that's always good. Like if it's, if it's a quality I see what you're that, saying. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if it's something about me that needs to go or something that I need to outgrow, then like in the long for term, sure. that makes sense. I'm down for it. Cause that's- I think I'm a, pros and cons kind of person you, know? you are and, and you're I'm, you're a self-development person and you understand the bigger picture dang right but you would do the same for me we definitely hold each other we incredibly do. accountable yeah okay so you're going into junior year uh-huh. we're officially dating i'm learning all the things about football yeah i am now attending football games in a much different position Aspect. i understand probably too much about the game at this point that <laughs> i went from it being pure bliss and enjoyment for me to being understanding the details. Oh my gosh. To understanding the details, being a nervous wreck and understanding how much everything affects everything. Everybody tell me she worse than me during the games. Like I don't get to like see her because I'm always on the field and I'm not like one of those people who actually ever look in the stands. No, we've like never made eye contact. He doesn't even know where I sit in the stands. Like I see other wives from the team, their husbands like blow them kisses from the field. And I swear to you, if Rico even locked eyes with me, he'd probably look at the ground when he was on the field. So that's really cute girls. I love all your super cute pregame pictures and all these cute things you have. I have none of those, but that's okay. It's just, this is just how we rock. I'm locked in. He's so locked in. We like don't even talk on the drive home in the games. It's really, like I said, it's, it's pretty, Pretty brutal to be honest, but but this is what it is, and this hey, is what man. works. It's, so, it's kind of like that's the thing is I do know how to switch it on and off, but like sometimes, like I don't know when I'm in that game. Don't when lie, I'm, don't lie. Yeah, when I'm when I'm when I'm on, I'm on. I'm right? not. I'm not gonna let you even say this right now. <laughs> when he is on and it is game day, I am half lucky to hear from him in the morning <sighs> before a game. Like I show up, I'm there. He knows I'm there. I'm surprised you don't hear that I'm there, but that's fine. Um. Man. Junior, senior year, Purdue kind of takes a turn as far as wins and losses. Junior yeah. year wasn't too bad. Draft no. stock was still pretty good. It was optimistic for you. No, my, my junior year, my junior right? year was like, yeah, my junior you got year. hurt I think, though. Yeah, I, I think I went in with such like high expectations of myself because like yeah. I, I came off of, think about it, like I come straight off the bench mm-hmm. at high school and then I'm on like a straight like shot up. And then I think this is when I realized that like you do, you know, like if you don't like keep, you know, consistently scrapping and, consi- mm-hmm. you know, stay on that same grind, yeah. you can plateau. For sure. And, you know, that was my first year ever in because like I haven't, I wasn't playing sports, you know. And I can say, like, that was nothing to do with the fact that you and I were dating. No, not at all. (laughs) Because, listen, like, we... We were working so hard. Purdue, if you're listening to this, I'm going to go ahead and apologize as a disclaimer. But we would put pencils 
in the doors of your oh, indoor yeah. workout facility. Oh yeah, the indoor facility. Mullenkoff is what it was called. And late night. We'll sneak in there. We would sneak in. I'm sure there's cameras. I'm sure they already know Yeah, they this. probably got them Whatever. now. But, they, but, I, the, the, but the janitor we, even started letting us in. I know. They so it got funny. Us. Like yes. in the beginning, we would have to put like a pencil in between the door so that there's like a little crack and no one noticed. And we'd go back late night and I would shoot him. Tennis balls, Tennis football. balls, like whatever it was. So I'm sure everyone knew this. And you probably we got in trouble. I got in trouble that one time for running. Running the stairs. Yeah, running the stairs right next to the- uh, Didn't they watch? There was like film. Because it got, it got like, it had like little security cameras. Security cameras. Yeah, the little security cameras right, right next to- So like we used, let me just say like- Then I like, I kind of like strained my knee a little bit. Yeah, like, he was uh, trying to keep up with me running the stairs. Oh, burning her ass. <laughs> <laughs> so- us dating was not was not a distraction in that sense. That's not why you felt that that you nah, plateaued. I just no, need no, to dis- no, no. make that yeah, a disclaimer. for sure, for sure. Like it find was, someone like that'll work hard. You jumped into there, Here bam. we start dating, and now I hurt myself and I plateau. I'm like, let nah, me just. I just I, I sprang my head high ankle sprains. You did. Man. I never I never and that's the thing about high ankle sprains is like you can still play. Yeah. But you not yourself. Yeah. It's like. It ain't nothing like being a hundred as like a, as an athlete. You're never gonna be a one hundred, but the one thing you don't want to lose is your legs because your legs is where your money at. Like yeah. you got to be able to move. Like you can you can kind of get away with uh you know you know some some positions knee hands mm-hmm. and stuff like that more. But like in my positions, no, I can be quick enough legs. to get around. I need my yeah. legs and stuff yeah. like that. I got to cover people. And my junior year, like it was it was it was okay. Like I, I go from having you know three interceptions uh, on a year with, you know, at least one going back to the house. And mm-hmm. then that year I got one interceptions, you know, with only one to the house. But, yeah. you know, that year was kind of like a very average it year was very, for me. It was yeah, average. It wasn't, it wasn't yeah. like a, like I wasn't. Um, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't outstanding. No, I wasn't, and it wasn't just like a good around team. It's just kind of hard to, to do it all. You know, Things like, were kind of starting yeah, to fall apart. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't like the best, man. And, and then, it was getting ready to be a rebuilding. Yeah, for sure, for sure, man. So then your your coach got fired, who was an incredible guy. Yeah, I, which I had much respect for, and I learned a lot, you know, yeah. coming from, you know, I want to be a coach later on in life. No, totally. So, like, I understand, like, you know, like, you know, what it takes sometimes, and I'm seeing coaches do it, you know, in all kinds of different ways. Not mm-hmm. saying that, like, you know, I've seen coaches do, I think, do it the right way and still get fired, you know? It's oh, just yeah. because... Sometimes it's out, sometimes it's it's out, out of your control, control because like. it, it, it's, it's more than just one person. It actually takes, like, a full organization oh, to yeah. win, man. Yeah. Most people don't even think that. It takes, like, everybody. Yeah. But, you know, and then going into my senior year, so I'm thinking, like, going into my senior year... This I is think, about to be it. You're like, this is going to be my... Yeah. This is, like, my last round. I was yep. like, uh, my, my junior year... My junior year, they still, yeah, my junior year, what did I end up ranked at the end? Because people were telling me to leave. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't as good as it was. No. Like, it wasn't prior. like, yeah, it wasn't like one of the reasons, it wasn't like a, a draft pick stock, like stock that you would just like, I want to, I want to say it was leaving. like later rounds. Yeah, probably like, like fourth. Yeah, fourth to like seven. Yeah. And then going into. And you the, were getting people in your ear telling you like, hey, you should just go now before they bring in a new staff yeah, and like sure. everything happens, you should just declare for the draft. Yeah. And but you didn't feel like that was right. No, you you um because I knew who I was, which is a huge which is a huge thing. But yeah. I think you got advice from maybe a few people or like there were some people that you yeah. reached out to to like pick their brains. Yeah, I think around like after your junior years when you can start finally talking to agents and um you know I had the blessing to be able to work with you know rest in peace Eugene Parker you yeah. know. It was crazy because, like, I got to meet him my senior year going, in, my senior in year high in high school, school. Yeah. because his son 
end up, you know, moving from, I think they was in Indiana down to Daytona Beach yeah. to play at my school because we known to get people scholarships. You yeah. know, we known to get, you know, players into college and stuff. And, and it's a beautiful place. Yeah, it's yeah. like a, a top talent, you know, kind of like high school place. And he came down and it was crazy because like he was always working. He was always far from a distance. And I never even knew like who he was or what he did, man. And I think like I tried to, you know, most of the mannerisms and the, mm-hmm. the like the way that I want to be like as a man, like mm-hmm. I try to steal from him because yeah. like I think he was one of the best, you know, so blueprints of men that I've ever met in my life. So yeah. like, great guy. you know, he's one of the ones who, you know, you see have so much success and you can never even tell. Like if he walk into the room, you would never even know who he was because he probably had on like a normal sweatsuit. He got yeah. no like, and you know, no, he his pr- energy was just so good. He was not like boastful. No, and that was like the biggest difference with so many of the agents that you that you talk to. No yeah. offense to like when we sat down with Eugene that day. Like I'll never forget the just the way he carried himself. Yeah, I was, it was like, just you would never know that who you are. You who you are, yeah. that you are anything special. And, yeah. but even his wife is the yeah. same way. The family. His children yeah. are the same way. Like the whole he, family. and that's what I think that, so I, I hear you're, you're saying is like, it wasn't just the way he did his business. It was like the way he did his life. Yeah, just and way, that's like, what you notice in high school. You're like, this is different than a lot of stuff that I've seen. Yeah. He was like one of the first, you know, like it was like going to my senior year. I got to like, you know, be over their house a couple of times. So I got to actually like, you know, like see him. And it's cool mm-hmm. because like when I actually went to Purdue, I didn't even know he had went to Purdue. Like, it was crazy because, like, I know there was, like, a, a thing that, you know, some people were thinking like once upon a time. Yeah, weird. for sure. Yeah. But, like, that was not even ever in the mix, man. It was just, like, I swear, like, that's why I know, like, I know, like, the the way that God has, like, yeah, crafted my life, man. Cause no. I've, He's had his hands all over you. Man, listen here. I bumped into one of, the other day, during quarantine, walking around, like, my neighborhood, I bumped into one of my teammates from Purdue. Yeah, Like, quarantine. in our neighborhood. He like, was parked in a car. Yeah. In front of someone's house. Just, he's, I think they probably just came by to his just say hello or no, something. Yeah, like, his girlfriend was, like, stopping by to see a friend or yeah. whatever. And it was cool. Like, I was just... Yeah, the way things align, you can't really... And when was the last time you saw him? All those years ago in school. Yeah. Seven years ago. Yeah. And so like, that was really... And just, like, the wild. small... And, and, and it was a path that we never walk. Right. And it wasn't our normal, our normal loop. That was really crazy. You know what I'm saying? It's just like. Yeah, no, things, things are aligned, but you, like, I I feel like God will align things in your life, but it's up to you to like notice them. Yeah. I know some people like, that's the thing. It's like, I don't believe in like coincidences. No, I don't either. Like, I believe like those are like. Everything is like chosen and set up that way. Yeah. Just like, like that person that you like one time thinking about on your phone. And then you haven't, yeah. And you haven't talked to them in like. 10 years. That happens to me so often. And that's just supposed to be a coincidence. No. I think personally, I've noticed the more that you recognize that and you like embrace it, the more of it, it happens in your life. Yeah, for sure. I kind of feel like it's like a little secret. It is. Try it out. Let me know. Nah, for real. It really will. If you just actually start like believing in it, because like you even be in a room sometimes and you'll be thinking like a song. Mm Mm-hmm. And then out of the blue, the person next to you, you never sung this song out loud. Mm-hmm. And out of the blue, the person next to you starts singing a song. Yeah, you like, it's crazy. Yeah. Are we really that connected? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Are. Like, yeah, we really are. We really are. So back to Eugene. <laughs> so you end up, um, so you don't sign with him junior year, right? You can't sign until when nah, you declare for the draft. I don't even, yeah. Did you even reach out to him? Why do I feel like... 
you maybe you asked like I just feel like you started asking like all kinds of people in your yeah. life like do you think I should leave? Like I think agents or not like I feel like you called. I, mean, I think probably talked. I thought I started probably talked to P- PJ, PJ like always, and then you know P knew that like Eugene is like was one of the the highly you mm-hmm. know he will tell me the truth. Mm-hmm. Like I I try to go to people that I know like will tell me the truth. Yeah. You know, people who know, like... Not just what you want to hear. Yeah, not just have been around for probably, like, a couple months and then, you know, want to tell me, you mm-hmm. know, and, and, and blow smoke. So, like, I, I usually try to, like, find, like, the people that I truly believe in and trust in their words mm-hmm. and then get advice from. And if he told me, I think my junior year, he was like, you probably should give, you know, you should give it one more shot. Yep. You know, I, I don't think, like, the the draft... He was, like, the draft I, Wasn't it, like, really stacked with corners that year? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, there were, like, a lot, there was a lot of Because a lot of people that, that ended up leaving, out. too. Yeah, yeah. That year, you know, a lot of them ended up leaving that year, too. So all these things happen. And then you think you naturally, like, if you're like, okay, if all the, the good dudes from your school, your, your year's leaving, then maybe you get a higher draft mm-hmm. next year, too. You think that just naturally give you yeah. a higher projection and stuff yeah, like that. that's true. But it don't always work out like that, either. And it didn't. No. So then here comes senior year. We thinking it's coming off be. an injury, thinking yeah. it's going to be a winning year coach. Everyone's really excited yeah, about for sure. all new stuff. And, and we went one and 11. Yeah. And I feel like it was like a winter that never ended. Yeah. I just remember the weather of those games and you know, what's crazy about that year. Mm-mm. That was the year I had the most picks. Yeah, it was. I had six picks that year. Didn't you have like two that final game versus IU? Yeah, I had to. I'm trying to get it. I think Crazy. my last, my last, um, I think my last like four games, I think I caused like five turnovers. Yeah, I just remember it being kind of like a slow start. And like as a team, it was like a real struggle and you were trying to do everything you could. Yeah, because like I was one of those guys, like I've always been a team player. Yeah. Like I've always been the guy that's just like, I'm going to do my part. Mm-hmm. I, I would never try to like go outside of like the, like what it's telling me to do or what it's telling me to get done for the team. Like I'm like a true team player. Like I want to win. Yeah, that's why you're like, voted yeah. captain and yeah, for sure. people know that about you. Yeah, like I, I really want to win. Like I don't like, yeah, the accolades and all that stuff is cool. But like once you get enough of those and you realize they just another stack, like you, you just stacking another accolade on top of another accolade. Yeah, you want to go from some of the, the, the top ones because I do want to go to Pro Bowl and I do. So you know, you're telling me a Super Bowl wouldn't mean that much to you? Oh no, that would mean okay, like yeah. a, like <laughs> a, like so much to me. You know I'm what just saying? joking. I know exactly what you're but, saying. You know, I think we started off like one and freaking eight, man. And I think the second I I end up getting in trouble. So think about this: the game we end up winning that year, I intercepted the ball on the last play of the game. It was the second game of the um, season against Indiana State. Mm-hmm. So we win the game. I picked the ball off on the last play of the game. I come into the meeting the next day, and my coach gave me a minus. I forgot all about this. Yes, I still remember that. Yeah, clearly. I still remember, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and that's the thing. Is what like, did you get in trouble for? Because I played the wrong play. But you intercepted the ball and yeah. you only win? Yeah, it was it was supposed to be covered too, but I played the man, man to man. I actually did a harder job than what I was supposed to do. The coach got mad because I ain't picked the ball off doing his play, but I picked the ball off. And, and you won the game. Yeah, and he gave me a minus the next day. And that went on to be the only win of the entire season. Yeah. So as you can see. So we've now, for real, we, I was fighting that year. <laughs> it was a fight. No, nah, yeah, that year I ended up really had to like fight for myself, man. And it, like I've never been like a player that like goes off the rims and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but. At the end of the year, I just started like trying to go get mines. I was like, I got, I got to do this. Yeah, you and you knew you had I a few weeks left. I got to bank on myself. Left. Yeah, draft stock was like 
tanking. Yeah, man. Just because Purdue was like not really on the map that year. And as much as you don't think that really plays a role, it, do. it does play a role. It's kind of hard to watch film with anybody and yeah. they getting their butt kicked by 21 yeah. every, Yeah, no, you know? it's, it's just tough. Like there was just so many things that it felt like, is this really going to happen? Yeah. So then it all ends. Mm-hmm. Final game of the year is versus IU. You have two picks. Yes. It's like an awesome, you know, way to finish it out. And then you sign with Eugene, Eugene. Yep. and then you leave. Yeah. So if you, people aren't aware, typically guys will leave a semester early. So this is Rico's senior year. So what yeah. they'll do, some people, most people, I feel like now, yeah, because you, you leave after the, the, the football season and you spend that next academic semester somewhere training. Yeah, especially if you think that you have like a chance to go to the draft or you you have a chance to like extend like your playing time and stuff like that. Most players, you know, you know, not all, because some mm-hmm. do stay. Like, if yeah. you, they have, like, really good, you know, like... If they have facilities or, yeah, like, you, sure. if you live in... If your school is in, like, a major city where you could, say, commute 20 minutes and yeah. have... have um The best, like, NFL, like, pro, like, training access, and stuff like that. Combine sorry, training and stuff like that. Like yeah. going off. But, like, you have access to that stuff where you go to school, then you can do both. Mm-hmm. But, like, for us, that wasn't necessarily the case. Yeah. So you spent Christmas, and you, then you left, and you moved to Tampa. Yeah. And I stayed... At Purdue, follow for that whole next semester because I was finishing up my master's and doing my thesis and teaching. And I was training. And you were in Tampa living, and I would just try to come down for like weekends, however I could. I would just save my money and come. And that's such a blur right now. I know. Think about it. <laughs> but so, I remember being. So you under. spent like Christmas, and then we we like came down for like all of Christmas break. You know, you lived in that extended stay hotel. Yep. I would come visit as much as I could. Had me a little hoopty. Yeah, you had a little clown car and you would go train and do all the things you had to do to prepare yourself. And then you got invited to the East West Shrine game. Yeah, I ended up getting, um, and I think that was di- directly connected because of Eugene. Yeah, for sure. So Eugene you know? made that made that connection for you. So I flew down yeah. for the East West Shrine game. You did really well. Yeah, I ended up playing pretty good. I ended up. Um, it was funny because like this is just another reason why like I just think that I always did punt returning and stuff like that mm-hmm. in, in um, college, but I never really did it in the game. And I actually did do it in the game, and I ended up getting my junk blasted. <laughs> oh, I got hit so hard. I, I got some funky stories. Now, yeah, you do. I, you I almost took some, that one all the way back, though. I know. You were, you were really close. Yeah, for real. In the East West Shrine. But yeah. um, I remember um, like one of the coaches, like he was saying like, all right, who was a real good putt returner in college? And then I, like, I kind of looked around and people were like raising their hand all slow. Man, I just kind of threw my hand out there. I thought he was going to say like, what you did and stuff like that. He was like, all right, well, we're going we gonna to see after practice. He like, like kind of pointed at like five different dudes and he was like, we're going to see after practice who, um, who can catch them real good. And I actually used to go back there just because I used to, I'm always I was always the guy who just got out to practice early and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I remember when I was growing up, it was the um, Pittsburgh Steelers scout. I was actually talking about talking to PJ about this today. It was actually a, a Pittsburgh Steelers scout who used to come out there sometime and um, you know watch us train and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And it's because we used to be training with his son, and he used to always tell just like the more you can do, the better you off. Mm-hmm. You know, he like catch punt returns, kick, kick returns, mm-hmm. like do all that stuff. So I always knew how to do it, but I, nobody never just really gave me like the chance to, right. to actually do it. Never and had the opportunity. I ended up catching real good at the practice and stuff like that. We get into the game and they put me out there. 
And <laughs> and I catch this thing, I reverse field and uh well, I think I made it to like the four or the three yard line, dog, were, it, and I got freaking tackled. I want to say it was like the six. All right, the six. But I got tackled by the punter. Don't worry about it. But I did get tackled by the punter. But it was like a uh, like a 40 yard return. I mean, it was definitely like a splash play for you. It made your name stand out. They yeah, talked sure. about it. It was a great thing. Yeah. And then in those few weeks following, you just kind of kept waiting to see if you were going to get invited to the combine. The combine. So it's like every month of this off season or like off semester training, there's something that you're trying to accomplish. Like that yeah. month of January is like, are you going to get invited to East West Shrine or the Senior Bowl? Because I was always like a last minute. It was always guy. last minute. Like we're always constantly waiting. And then I was February, always like the, just like the on the bubble kind of dude. Like I was never like one of the ones that like as soon as stuff was done or as soon as stuff was over, it was like, all right, well, like here you go, you can you know, just go to the next thing. Like, no, we had to sit around and had to just like naturally just work and craft and like downtime and wait and just hope. There that, was so much you know? waiting and hoping. Then like, so February then is the combine. March is then pro day, which mm -hmm. that's not getting invited to. Everybody gets the opportunity to have a pro day. Yes. But what you do in those months leading up determines what teams are even coming to pro day to see you. Yeah, for sure. And then April was, is the draft. Was so, I was April? Yeah. Yours was the last weekend wasn't it the last weekend of April, like it was first like the, few days of May? It was like the, the latest the, yeah, draft ever. 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 That's ever happened. It was happened. like the first time they ever did that. I know. So They knew it was my it was time. Just they were just season to, like, drag it out. It was just a season of <laughs> waiting. My combine was terrible. Yeah. I don't. I'm yeah. not like a combine kind of guy. Like I'm a football player. Right. Like I don't, I don't get out there. Like I, if, like I said, I've never been one of the ones that like, if you just look at it, you're like, like, let's just pick this guy. Like, you, look, <laughs> <laughs> you look at me, you like. I mean, people still were in public sometimes, and if they don't recognize like your face and they're not a fan, people are funny when they ask. I know. Like, so what do you do? I'm gonna bust your ass. <laughs> <laughs> that old man at the steakhouse that time, he's like, sir, are you a musician? And I'm like, are you trying to ask if he's a rapper? Because you can just say that if that's what you really want to know. I'm a gang banger. That's what I am. You see these tattoos? <laughs> oh my gosh. You, sir, you sure? They're like, and then you tell them like, are you, you, uh, you play football? And then they question it like, really? For who? Are you sure? They're like, <laughs> Please. So, okay. yeah. so yeah. combine who, was rough. Who was the, oh, we was down at the Super Bowl. Remember the one guy told me? <laughs> what did the, the uh, Uber driver? Super Bowl? Yes. What did the Uber driver tell me? I don't. He was like, how old are you? He was like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was like, yeah, you for sure got to be out of your prime. You can't play any sports or anything Yes, right yes. He's like, yeah, those athletic days must be far behind you. Because you had your splint on. Yeah. Because you had just had shoulder surgery. And he's like, yeah, those glory days of athleticism must be far behind you. And we're just in the back seat of this little car. We just got off the plane to, like, go to our hotel. Because Grace will never get us, like, uber black. She always I won't us, pay for that. Come on, bro. You go get a ride one Listen, day. But I, the, more, the more things that are happening, I'm being I'm being tested I think the universe is trying to tell me to just maybe put that in the budget <laughs> that and, yeah it's time so so combine was rough pro day was better no teams were really like calling no nah, I didn't have like because after after you usually do your combine and your pro day you will hope that you put like a some good enough like traction out there like for yourself the one thing that I always did like my 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 um my times and like my vertical and all that stuff mm -hmm. like 
you look at all that, they probably like, nah, he's he's just in the middle of the pack. Yeah. But like when I start doing drills and like people see me move, uh-huh. like everybody like the way that like I move because they know that like I've crafted, like I've worked at that kind of stuff, and they know that right. like I'm, they already know I'm like a smart player. So when they sit me down, like just talking X and O's and stuff like that, they knew that like I can pick it up mm-hmm. like real fast. Like I can digest like a playbook um really fast. So That's, you know they they understood that kind sense, of stuff, actually. but they knew. They knew that like I was gonna be like a little bit of work, and mm-hmm. I also knew that too, you know, of because there was a I, chance. Someone I was, was still, take a I was still young in the game. Like how I had just jumped up on varsity, I and like I, I didn't even know what the position still entailed for me to be doing. I was still learning football myself. Totally, totally. So it was like so you had your pro day. It yeah. went, it went much better than the combine yeah, did. My pro day was and then you moved back to West Lafayette. Yeah. So once pro day was over, then you were back. So that was cool that you got to like train at Purdue for those last few weeks, like you got your professional training and stuff down in Tampa that was done. So you were really there like three months. It wasn't the whole semester. And I was happy to have you back and just like, just for us to be together during- Like what we was used to. Just like, yeah, just, it was, yeah, just to have that time, you know, together. And I was getting ready to finish up and graduate. And we were just kind of waiting on the draft. Yeah. And then, but after like combine and pro days, you would typically think that like teams and stuff would fly you out. Yeah, so then it goes in. So that's why I didn't even, even mention at the combine, that. I, I, didn't have no, I didn't have no interviews with none of the head coaches or nothing. Like I met with yeah. no one. So people can like seek you out if a team is interested in bringing you in. They can take like further steps to get to know you. So then yeah. you kind of hope after your pro day that like a team noticed you at there at the combine and they want to fly you out. So we just yeah. kept waiting Over. for the phone to ring and and it was getting pretty close to the draft, wasn't it? Yeah. And we were we spent the draft. At, at your home in Daytona. Yeah, but we was actually sitting around in West Lafayette. Yes. Somehow I finished up with school. Was it spring break? No, because spring break was pro day. I know. I, like, I don't remember. I don't remember what the detail was. Yeah, this, but we, we were getting was ready to leave to town around, for like, yeah. it was just, we were going somewhere for like a couple days, for like a yeah. weekend. Yep. The car was packed. You and I were getting ready to leave town for a few days and you got a phone call. Yes. On the way out, we actually were driving out and it ended up being the Falcons. Which is so crazy. Yeah. And, um, or I think we were probably like 30 minutes out and it was, they asked me like, you know, what do I have going on? Like, you know, Nothing. did I have any free time or anything? <laughs> All the time. Yeah. And, um, cause I think I was taking online classes. Yeah. So, um, I was like, nah, I'm actually free. He was like, all right, well, we're going to, we're going to schedule a workout with you tomorrow morning. So yeah. that day, so I we think turned we, around. Yeah, we turned around we that day. Back. I went home and, um, Shoot, it just was, it was like weird. I had the, the workout with him, and I thought it was a really good workout. Like, I, I killed on the test. I got mm-hmm. 100% mm-hmm. on, like, the test of learning their stuff. I think my movements and stuff was really well. You know, they don't they do not do any more, like, 40 times in yeah, tests and stuff like that. Nah, they point. just trying to, like, figure you out, like, as a player. Yeah. Then. But, like, that was my only, you know. Workout. Workout. And, like communication prior to the draft. And then you never, you don't hear after that. Like you work out and then it's over and you just sit around and you wait for the draft. Yeah. So that's what happened. So we sat around, not, I say sat around, we never sit around, but you know what I mean? Like there wasn't any more like events. There was no more. We were just working out. There was nothing else for you that was scheduled to make a name for yourself. Like by this point, the box was was sealed. Everything was out there and you just, you wait. Yeah. So draft, the draft comes. Yeah. We spent it in Daytona. Yep. In my house. At your house with your family. Yeah. Some people from my family came down too. Yeah. We just kind of made it, tried to make it like a little vacation and it was, it fell around Mother's Day. So that was really nice. Both of our moms were there. <laughs> Try to distract yourself from like yeah. 
really the yeah, elephant in like, the room what of what, going on. what's about to happen with because your life. You like what? You like like these kids right now because the draft is going on right now. Like some of these dudes are seventy two hours away from having to figure out a whole different life than they ever dreamed of. I mean, listen, think about yourself. So whatever you went to school for, you you can make that choice. Like, I want to be a doctor. I want to work in trades. I want to do this. So then you get to choose for the most part, where do I want to live and do this thing? Yeah. That's like the normal route to life. Like you graduate college and you think to yourself, like, okay, I know this is the job I want, but where do I want to live? What kind yeah. of company do I want to work for? In this route, that Rico took, it's like, okay, I'm just gonna wait for the phone to ring and whoever calls me, if my phone does ring, that's going to determine one, who I play football for, yeah. but two and three and four and five and six and seven and eight, everything else about my life. Yeah. That's then, where I'm living. And then it's also, thinking about on the other side, it's also the players who are trying to get in who don't get that call. Yeah. Who also don't get the free agent call. Right. And they didn't take their whole life and devoted it to the game and now- they got to fully shake. Yeah, they got to fully switch, man. And, and that's tough too. You totally. Know? So it's like you I mean, honestly to 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 want to do what you do for a living and like to take that leap of faith, uh -huh. whether it pain like pans out in your favor or it doesn't, it takes that's a that takes a really special a person. Yeah, and I man. think that that's something that like I don't think we should gloss over that. Like this ended up working out for us. Yeah, for sure. But there were so so many steps along the way that like it very easily could have could have like, not worked different. out for us. And it's just it's just crazy that you just think about like it could have easily been like one decision. Just as like yeah. a young young dude. Like I was a really good kid, but even I got in like I got I wasn't perfect, you know? No, no one's perfect. Like I got into some stuff too. And I'm just like, man, I'm I'm one, two steps away from, you know, getting in trouble. Or yeah. I'm one, two steps away from and not you know, even hanging with the wrong. Big. Yeah, but just Making like a bad decision, you know, just like because life is, you know, to get to like a good spot, you got to make good decisions a lot of the time. And yeah. it's about being prudent, whatever. Like, that's right. Prudent, yeah, just making making right decisions at right time. Most of the time. Yeah. And, and you and can't that's, really come back from yeah, something. Yeah, it's tough. So we're in Florida. Night one, we'll be honest, like, you knew the. That was nah. like, we were like, okay, you know. Oh, everybody would love to be that. Everybody yeah. would love to be that, like, what are they doing? You know, I would have loved to be that guy. Like, what are they doing? They drafted this kid first overall. Yeah, for sure. Right. With you. <laughs> no, no, no. But so we, and, and your agent kind of tells you too. Like, you yeah. can ask, like, you know, what do tell you, tell me, tell me the truth. And, and he said, like, probably, yeah, hope, day three. hopefully day three. Yep. But and he if said, not, but you like, never know until you never, until, until like the, the call is fully until through. Until the call comes and the call is over. You never know. Yeah, until your name is put at the selection. He's so so night one, I remember the vibe being really good. Like yeah. we were excited. There were some people we knew that were drafted. Like that's such a cool thing to see. Yeah. And there was no expectation for us that night. No. Nah. But then something starts to happen day two where it's like, at least for me, I was thinking like maybe, maybe yeah. it could be today. Yeah, for sure. And you there's do. just this you feeling do. of anticipation of like, shoot, maybe someone's going to take a chance on me. Yeah. And then day two- comes to a close. And I just remember there was a massive shift in your mm. energy and my energy. I remember driving to the ocean the night of- We went bowling that night too. No, this was, I went by myself uh -huh. and I went and I just sat at the beach. I could tell you needed space and like, I just wanted you to have time with your family and I needed just to get out on my own. So I didn't like affect you because I was starting to get nervous and 
I didn't want to not be strong for you. And I remember I just went and sat at the ocean and just like thought out loud and prayed. And, you know, I'm like, whatever is going to happen is what's going to happen. But like, please, like he has, he has overcome so many things in his life and like had to fight so freaking hard every step of the way. Like just let that phone ring tomorrow. And I just remember saying, even for me, like I knew I loved you. I knew we had talked about a future, but I was like, even if I'm, if I don't get to be a part of this, like just let this happen for him because he deserves this. And, and I just had to like, let it go at that point because it was so hard for me to sit and watch you watch the TV. And like, you have a draft phone, which is something else that I didn't know existed. Like you get a new phone for the draft because if, if, if a team is trying to call you and you're texting or you're on the phone phone with your homeboy and a team can't get through to you, you're screwed. So like like you have a separate phone. So that phone, it's like plugged into the wall on a hundred percent charge. The volumes is loud. It's just, it's a high stress weekend. And I just remember sitting there watching. It's like trying to watch a bathtub be filled one drip at a time. That's a really good way to put it. Like it's it like just, you just sit there and you just like the clock is slowly, boom, and every boom, time you hear that sound, your heart rate boom. spikes a little bit. And so then, and it's like day pure, three, pure comes. disappointment. Pure every disappointment. Time. And you're trying so hard not to. And everyone knows what everyone else is feeling, but nobody wants to talk about it. And then it's like a certain amount of picks, and you know that like yeah. the longer you get, the closer you get to the end. And today three, yeah, the less likely it is that it's yeah that it's ever gonna happen. gonna happen. So you said something about bowling. Yeah, so um, I think I think uh, it's like it was day one. We probably went bowling. I think day one because we knew we were just chilling. Day one, we went to dinner at Hooligans. All of us. One I of the nights we went. Night bowling. two, we went bowling. Okay, before you probably went to the um to the ocean. Yeah, yeah. So um, I think day three, man, it came around, and and day three starts at like nine a.m. Right? Because it's yeah. like, it's not like four, five, six, and seven. There's like the most rounds yeah. day three. So it's, yeah. it's a whole day. Yeah. So um, when when fourth round came around and like they they knocked, they like, and that jump went through and like I see like none of the teams and stuff that like actually talking about me. Or, or like, like needed, actually, yeah, needed uh, your position. Yeah, for sure. Because you kind of know like what teams need your position. And I was kind of like sitting there and then, uh, it was like at the bottom of the fourth round, and then I think the top of the fifth round came, and it was like, uh, I think I was waiting for Miami Dolphins. You were. It was Miami Dolphins because yeah. Lou Rumo was there. College my, coach yeah, was down there. You're like, coach. maybe I'm gonna end up with and him. I'm like, yeah, man. I'm like, okay, my co- my my um, my agent did tell me, round uh, you know, day three, mm-hmm. you know, um. Okay, fifth round. So I'm like, so okay. here we are. Like this is yeah. so like the, you're telling me this, and I'm thinking like. This is what it feels like to be 39 weeks pregnant. Yeah. Like you're finally to that point where you're like, is that a real labor contraction? Like, yeah, cause you weird. know, it's real because it's tangible and it's like, this is the end. And this is, this can really be happening now. Yeah. And what makes it kind of weird is like, sometimes like people from the teams call you the day, bef- like the day of, mm-hmm. and like your phone is like ringing and they'll tell you like, Hey, if um, you don't get drafted, we want you. Yeah. You know, we're just so like, bring you in yes. as a free, is it still called a free agent, Creator, right? Yeah. yeah. So like I was already getting that call early that day or, and it was teams that were telling me like, if we don't get you, like they're kind of like set it up. Like if mm-hmm. we don't get you right now, we're going, we're going, we're going to call you tomorrow. Yeah. When we, the draft we is call over. You, no, we're going to call you when it's over. They oh, call, yeah. they start calling right then. As okay. soon as it's over, they try to get you signed. Yeah. Smart. And, um, so top of the fifth starts. So yeah, that ended up happening. And when the Dolphins drafted, uh, the, the, 
They ended up drafting a DB because I knew they wanted they needed a DB, mm-hmm. but it wasn't me. Yeah. Now, um, I was just like, dang. Yeah, I that was. Like, was... So I don't, I don't really know if I'm like that. Was that was like my last thought of my when I saw that happen? I was like, that might yeah, really be it, it right yeah, there. Yeah, it might not happen. And you know, I'm like, because I'm thinking like, shoot, if that like, was really the first moment I remember seeing true like defeat in yeah. your face, like because I'm thinking like if the one who trained me up uh-huh. don't want me at the another uh-huh. like at the next level, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like who does? Yeah, you know. So I was like, yeah, this might not happen. And I remember you, you know? looking at all of us, and you're like. Let's just go. Yeah. Like you just wanted to like turn the TV up and like go do something. Yeah. And right when I was about to get up, <laughs> I ended up seeing like, I think like the Falcons had a pick and like three or four yeah, picks. The next, they were like in the next up. Yeah. And then something just told me just to sit back down and we ended up, and I ended up just sitting down and I was like, okay, I did do a workout yeah. with the Falcons. Like that was the it's only possible. team. Yeah, yeah. That was the only team that worked me out. And said, sure so, enough. Let's see. And then my phone started ringing. Yeah, I get chills. Even right now, like recounting this all these years later. <laughs> and I was like. And it said, Georgia. Yeah. And I remember being like, what is happening right I, now? I don't remember nothing. You blacked out. I for sure blacked out. I think all of us blacked out. I don't remember nothing that caused And not that. from alcohol. Just blacked out from like, oh my goodness. This is really. Yeah. Like this is actually happening. Man. It was like, it was like. uh. What did did you black out so much you don't remember what they said to you? Yeah, I don't remember none of that. Okay, I was gonna say that could be really cool to like share. But I knew they kind of just told me to stay on the phone, and then I got on because I, I I didn't even really get to celebrate because like the next day we had to fly out or that same night. Wait, we so finished? No, it was it I was know, right away. I know. So, so I, that's what like I remember. That's the part I remember about the conversation. Cause it was okay. like, hey, we happy for you, but stay on the phone. We got to schedule you to come out right yeah, now. So, like, so in my mind, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, he just got drafted. We are about to go celebrate. Let's like, go party. We about to go pop these bottles. Let's go pop these bottles. <laughs> like, let's let's go. And then they're like, we're getting. We need you to head to Orlando. We're getting you on a flight. Um, you're leaving out. You're leaving out 6 a.m. Yeah. You are on the, the 6 a.m. flight out the next morning. So they wanted you to Orlando in a hotel that night. Yeah. So I remember thinking like, wait, what? Like you're leaving already? Yeah. And so that's exactly what happened. So you got you got a bag of your stuff and you headed down and you went to Atlanta. And you want me to tell you what's like what's crazy about that whole um like me getting drafted to the Falcons? Hmm. Cause I actually even I remember one time I remember when because I, I I started studying like you know college DBs and stuff like that and I remember I did bump into. Rocky and Trufant film all the time because I watched them at the Senior Bowl. Oh, that's so funny! And they was the real deal, and they yeah. were scrapping, man. And they were like the two, lo- like they were like the yeah, guys. they was the they was the scrappers of that that draft class. And wow. it was crazy because like when they got drafted to the Falcons, I remember saying to myself like, because I was a nickel in college, I was like, boy, if I was a nickel for the Falcons, oh, we would be killing. Because it was like the year I think the year after um. I think they had like a real good year. I think it was mm-hmm. one year they went like 13 and two. Well, I remember watching them play from the hotel room in Tampa mm-hmm. when they got so close to the playoffs. Yeah. And that was the first time, actually, I remember, and I feel like an idiot saying this now. I remember looking at you and being like, I didn't, I've never seen this yeah, team play before. Atlanta, yeah. Atlanta, like Atlanta's, that's so funny. Because yeah, I remember I, that. But this all just came full circle. I remember watching, <laughs> like watching the team. And then I remember seeing, 
Tony Gonzalez with his wife after the game. And I remember saying to you, she is the most beautiful woman I have ever seen in my life. And that was like what I remembered. And it was crazy because as soon as we got drafted, right. who was the first person I messaged you? I know. So this, I was going to say this. So I remember sitting in the airport, like, so I came with you to Orlando to yep. like send you off or whatever. We were sitting in the airport and I got a message from October Gonzalez, mm-hmm. like welcoming me essentially like, Hey, you know, I saw that your boyfriend was drafted, like welcome to Atlanta. Let me know if you need anything. And that was such a monumental moment in my life. What? That was a coincidence. That was definitely (laughs) coincidence for sure. And I remember thinking like, oh my goodness, like, first of all, that's incredible. But in that moment, I told myself, I always want to be this person for someone else. For sure. And I've been lucky enough because of you that like, We've been able to, to do that. Yeah, man. So you get on a plane, you fly to Atlanta, get ready for part four. Yep. Because it's ball. a freaking journey. Dun, dun, dun. That sums it up perfectly. That's it for now. Thanks for tuning in. When you have a chance, rate and review. Hit subscribe to stay all in with new episodes. And if you enjoy All In with the Allens, be sure to share with a friend. In the meantime, follow along with our daily journeys on Instagram at grace.e.allen and ricardoallen37. Thanks again for joining and we'll see you soon. You. Yeah. <laughs>